Welcome to the baddest biker bar in the investment world. This is The Danger Zone. Yes, it's The Danger Zone on Money Life where we get the opinions of David Trainer, president and founder at New Constructs, which evaluates securities on a scale of most attractive to most dangerous. And the real thing is that, hey, you want to find out where somebody has looks that aren't in keeping with what you think of. It's the baddest biker bar because you're headed for trouble, but you might think that certain things are cool and then you find out, oh, maybe this one's not as tough as you think it is. Maybe this other one. That's all about perceptions because at New Constructs, they dig in at the footnotes level and work their way up. It's discounted cash flow analysis meets forensic accounting. And when it finds something that does not act quite the same way as it appears at the surface level, well, if it's misleading in your favor, that might make it attractive. But typically, it's dangerous. To learn more, go to newconstructs.com. David Trainer is president at New Constructs. David, great to have you back on Money Life. It is great to be back, Chuck. Thank you. Who's in the danger zone this week? Shopify. Danger, danger. Shopify. It is ticker symbol SHOP, S-H-O-P. Not a stock you've ever had much love for, but what we've been seeing with your zombie stocks and the rest is that when you're putting somebody back in the danger zone, there's typically something new that is driving the analysis. So what's happening here that has Shopify on the hit list again? Yeah, Shop, Shopify, uh, the thesis is coming true, Chuck. We just kind of want to circle back that we, you know, we're seeing a big time decline in growth rates. It's flattening out. And, and that's really, it's a big deal because the growth implied by the stock price is so astronomically big and fast and long that if we're already seeing that dip and the business isn't you know, doing even as well as it was before, then the chances of meeting the expectations baked into the stock price are extremely low. Like they were low before, but now it's like you can't make an argument. You know, before people were like, well, it's growing at 50, 60% now. That means maybe it'll just keep growing 50, 60% for the next 20 years because it's doing it now. That's ridiculous anyway, but um, it's even more ridiculous to try to argue that if it's not even growing close to that anymore. One of the interesting things, and it's not just specific to Shopify. You know, you and I have been doing this for about 10 years now. And the hardest question for you to answer is a question that I ask you all the time anyway, which is, you know, hey, what's the catalyst going to be? You put something in the danger zone and we go, what's the catalyst? The catalyst, of course, is always difficult to find. But I suspect if you and I thought that the Fed could have four jumbo rate increases in a pretty short stretch of time, that we would have been saying, there's your catalyst. Like, like how many, I don't even think it was in the realm of possibility for much of the time we've done the danger zone, but almost every company that you put in the danger zone, you probably could have thrown a caveat in there that goes, oh yeah, no, raise interest rates, you know, three or 4% in a year. And there's your catalyst. Is that also part of it here? I mean, you know, this economy, Shopify just it was a good story in a different economy. And this economy is the catalyst. I mean, it, yeah, it's 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 a changing environment for sure, Chuck. I mean, look, there's no question. Moving from excess liquidity to constrained liquidity, right? This, the the Fed is really significantly reducing the balance sheet. Like for for all the talk about interest rates, like the big thing is the quantitative tightening. The shift from easing to tightening is titanic because you're going from a place where oh, it's money here it comes you know oh you know but I'm, I need to borrow more money because I can't make any profit and I just got to keep and people are like sure 
just roll it over. So this loan runs out, I get a new one. This loan runs out, I get a new one. And that's easy when money's really cheap and money's easy. But that, that environment's gone. And now people are saying, well, wait a second. If I borrow this, if I, if I lend you this money, how can I be sure I'm going to get it back? These are all questions that you think people would ask all the time, but they weren't. And now they are. And businesses like Shopify are in real trouble when they get asked that question because the valuations uh, and the cash flows are terrible, right? Um, let me take a look here. Shopify is has burned $2.5 billion in cash over the last 12 months. Uh, over the last five years, probably $3 billion. So um, not a good business, never has been. And the valuation implies right now at 34 bucks a share, it implies that they're going to be as successful as Amazon has been. They're going to own as much of the online e-commerce market as Amazon does. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody actually believes that's going to happen. When you talk about that spending, I mean, the number there is so rapidly expanded in the last 12 months or so. Does that put this company on your zombie stock list? I mean, is this a company that's going to run out of cash in fairly short order? Uh, great question. So really, the only reason it's not on the zombie stock list, and this is a good reason, is they, they have a fair amount of cash on the books. They have a ton of cash. So they got a long runway. They can burn money for a long time. They were smart. They sold stock at a high price and they got a lot of cash. Same, similar like with, with Tesla. There's like so much cash on the balance sheet because Musk was so good at, at selling stock at high prices that, you know, they just, they can afford to burn money for a long time. Now he's doing a really good job of it, right? And Shopify is doing an even better job. Like one of the great charts that, that um, Kyle Matt put together in this report is that total expenses as a percent of revenue in the first nine months of 2021, it was 92. Total expenses a percent of revenue was 92% in the first nine months of 2021. In the first nine months of this year, it's jumped to 116%. So yeah, they're spending money like crazy. And you know, look, and it's not like a, like a really super fancy like technology, right? It's like helping people sell stuff on the on the internet. That's like a lot of people can do that. I don't know if there's anything super special about what Shopify is doing that gives them the kind of moat that is ever going to result in them really generating much cash flow, if any. So to your point, it could be it could be a zombie stock, but they've got a long lifeline before they run out of cash. Is there stupid money risk here? Somebody going to come in and buy them? No, I don't know. I don't. I feel like I don't think so. I think there's so many of these capabilities out there. I mean, you know, Amazon, you know, has the same ability. You can get your shopping cart through Amazon. Um, I think in one of our prior reports on Shopify, we spent a lot of time on kind of all the different competitors. So when you've got that many options out there, it's difficult to think that there would be like an acquisition. I mean, I guess it's a very fragmented industry, but you sort of don't need it because you can get it from other places. Yeah, I'm looking at our original report, Exhibit 1, our original Danger Zone report. I'm looking at like, it's like 20 or 30 sort of industry, sort of similar services offered. So yeah, not seeing a lot of need to buy what Shopify has because a lot of companies can build it in-house. Anyway, not seeing a lot of stupid money risk here. So no stupid money risk. I mean, as much as we call it stupid money risk, stupid money risk is something that an investor actually wants. You want somebody to come in and be able to bail you out if everything else is going badly. What that really means is if and when the market kind of figures out what's going on here, this is heading straight to the basement. You pointed out shares are currently trading in the $34, $35 range. What do you think they're worth? 
I mean, we, we got a couple scenarios in here. I told you what like 34 bucks implies, right? Like the fact that they would have this, the same, they would have to have the same GMV market share, gross merchandise value, uh, same share of that market as Amazon. Anyway, that seems outrageous. We put in a scenario here that shows the stock's only worth 10 bucks. And that, that would still mean that the company has to go from a negative 10% after-tax profit margin to a positive 7%. That's a big switch, right? You know, look, we're trying to be generous here. You know what I mean? And then they grow at consensus rates from that point forward. And if they do that through 2029, the stock's worth 10 bucks. Yeah. So big haircut into the best of circumstances. Shopify, not the best of circumstances. That's why it's in the danger zone. It's ticker symbol SHOP, S-H-O-P. If you want to learn more, you can check it out at newconstructs.com. David Trainer, my guest. Well, he's the founder and president at New Constructs. David, it's always great to chat with you. My pleasure, Chuck. Thank you. If you want to learn more about New Constructs, it's newconstructs.com. On Twitter, at New Constructs. And David Trainer's on Twitter, too. He is at TheRealDTrain37. Up next on Money Life, the big interview. Adam Ballantyne, senior analyst at Cambiar Investors, will be here talking about the market when we come back in just a moment. 